This, let me get my uh, Starbucks Frappuccino. Hmm. You know it's a special day. To celebrate our 100th episode. Give or take. Give or take. <laughs> Arguably. Yeah. Hundred episodes. But this is the episode we are deeming. Yes. Our hundredth episode. Yes. And because of that, we're doing something special, which we haven't done since our first episode we ever did. Yes. We haven't done this before. We're figuring it out. Yeah. Hot takes. Hot. Super hot. <laughs> Two random guys sharing opinions that no one has It's Keith and Two. It's full circle, baby. A twofer. A twofer. And it's also a full circle because we're in, in the spirit of how we started this show, which was to argue about our top 10 favorite films. Mm -hmm. I think we're each picking a film that we both like, or you know, that in, individually we each like a lot. Just and outside of our top 10. Yes, is, 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 is there something about Mary just outside of your top 10? Ah! We got a bleeder! Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> it's... They've seen the title of the video, they know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it would be in consideration. It would yeah. definitely be something that I'd like think about. It's, yeah. it's, it would, it's not in my top 10, but it's like worth a thought. Yeah. I, I do mean, enjoy it. Dumb and Dumber much. and Kingpin are both in are your both top in my 10. Top so, yeah, yeah. So you if you're get, not familiar. <laughs> you, get, you get your Fairley Brothers fair share what in we're my dealing top with. 10. <laughs> yeah. Where is Z Uncle? Zero uh, Kubrick. <laughs> yeah, Two I mean, Fairley Brothers. <laughs> Because I respect. <laughs> I'm never gonna finish the, finish the sentence. Yes. Uh, where does uh, On Golden Pond rank? Is that close to your top ten? How close? Absolutely. To your top 10? Uh, I would say it's in my top twenty. So it's in that next ten, maybe yeah. next fifteen. You know, twenty-five. Maybe it's like twenty-two or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like and that's and that's something about Mars. It's definitely in my next ten. I would probably put, nice. Yeah, put that in there. Natural bedfellows, the most natural double feature. I guess it's not safe to have me around here, is it? Exceptional, my ass. On Golden Pond, and there's something about Mary. That's that's why people come here. <laughs> the spiritual sisters. In the world of cinema, yeah. a lot of people have pointed yeah. out we're not the first. <laughs> well documented. The correlations, you'll find out. Yeah, the correlations yeah, yeah. are uncanny. <laughs> if you love one, watch the other. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> well, they're both comedies. Are they? That's interesting. We're going to start with On Golden Pond. We're going to start with On Golden And what a place to start. Yes, and we're going to do our best to not use profanity. Have I cursed yet? I probably have. I don't think... Either of us have done it, but we, we do it so naturally that it's hard to tell. Yes. We're gonna we're stopping now. So if my grandmother, God rest her soul, was still alive, either of them, they could watch this episode. You know there's people our age that still have grandparents? Impossible. It's true. They're like, oh yeah, my grandma just turned 70. I was like, well, she was a tramp. She got we're cutting that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Segway King, old people dying is a big theme of On Golden Pond. Where do you want to start? It's your stupid film. I want to swear, but I'm not. Your film. I love On Golden Pond. I've, I've loved it since I was a child. I've watched it more than anyone my age. I'm, I'm comfortable saying that. I, I'm, I'm, also I'm, I'm still in my 30s, barely. And I would bet that I've watched On Golden Pond more than anyone else who's younger than 40 yeah. in the world. I have watched it more than anyone else. And I watched it once. So, it's, well, it's a low bar. That's incorrect, Keith, because it was the second highest grossing film of 1981 after Raiders Neither of the Lost Ark. Neither one of Ark. us were alive at that point in time. <laughs> Just saying. That's one of my favorite things about On Golden Pond, is that like, it also makes me very sad about like, the state of cinema and big films today, yeah. is that this film, 1981, starring Henry Fonda, Catherine Hepburn, two all-time greats in the history of Hollywood, two of the best actors we've ever had, Jane Fonda, Henry Fonda's real-life daughter, plays their daughter in the film. And it is a, uh, a dramatic comedy, comedic drama uh, about aging and getting old and a, a crotchety older man and, and his lovely wife uh, who are sort of put in a position where they have to like host a teenager for the summer. Um, and he has a very strained relationship with his daughter in the film. 
which mirrors their real life dynamic, which adds a really interesting fold to it. So I, I love the movie. I'm, we're going to talk about all the reasons yeah. I love the film. I do want to talk about, I'm just curious about learning more of their uh, real life situation in there. I didn't know. I don't know much about it. I didn't know that they, it was strenuous. Yes. So I'm curious about that. We don't have to start there, but. This is as good a place as any. Uh, is that what you guys want to know? <laughs> they're ready to move We're on. We're not even talking about the film. <laughs> well, no, because it is a huge part about the film. Jane Fonda uh, purchased the rights to this play. It was, a, it was a stage play first on Broadway. She purchased the rights. The film reads like a, I mean, it's it a one location. Yes. It's, uh, and, sorry. No, it's all right. It, it's, it's very play-like. Yes. Um, but yeah, she purchased the rights because she was interested in having her father play that role. Henry Fonda, all-time great actor, was nearing the end of his life in the production of this film, very much so. Um, and she, historically, had a very troubled relationship, a distant relationship with her father, Henry. I was able, in the movie, to say things to him uh, that I could never say in real life. And we had a resolution in the movie that we didn't fully have in real life. Who was... Uh, uh, generally reputed to be kind of an asshole, <laughs> like in real life, like very distant. So is he very much like this character in real life? Again, I don't know. I, I don't know. I never met the man, but uh, <laughs> the, the sense seems to be that like he probably wasn't even as warm as this character. <laughs> like this character is probably more friendly than he was. Like he he just seems like he was. Uh, he's accused of being like a, a just a blatant narcissist and just was not interested really in his children and it was just kind of a cold person. Um, Bounced from wife to wife, his second wife, Jane Fonda's mother, I believe, if I'm, if I'm correct here, uh, after he left her, was so distraught, she had to be institutionalized where she killed herself. Uh, so there is some darkness in the past for this family to overcome. So the dynamic between Jane and Henry in this film is, uh, there's, there's undercurrents there. Sure. Um, which adds, like I said, a layer to it of like, oh. In this film, I don't, it didn't seem very, cl very clear. I think they left it open for a little bit of interpretation as to what their issue was, like in the film. My father is a goddamn bastard. He was a jerk, a curmudgeon, not really affectionate, caring. Yeah. But there was never like a. Yeah. Oh, he did this, this. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This thing, this thing happened, which, uh, maybe on purpose. Yeah. To me, it just seems like he's just, you know, kind of a prick. Just yeah. like kind of in, you know, didn't really pay attention to her as their only child, I think, in the movie. Yeah. But I love this movie and loved it from the time I saw it. I was trying to think about why I loved it so much as a kid. Because you as a kid just fascinates me. With I, that's all I think about when you like me as a kid <laughs> and you as a kid watching movies. Yeah. Just like you like you have this rich taste for uh, these deep themed adult-natured content. I don't, you know, I don't know how else to describe And I like people falling down and farting. Yeah. As most kids, I think, do. Yeah, you like Hook. We have, like, <laughs> where, where does that come? Like, where does, the, how do you like this movie as a kid? I honestly don't know. I think it was, it was probably, you know, I was introduced to it by my grandmother, who introduced me to so many classic films. Did she love this movie? She did love this movie. And so her, it was something her and I kind of bonded over. And I think I had a sense of like old Hollywood. Like I really respected like classic actors. So like Henry Fonda, Catherine Hepburn especially, we're big fans of Catherine Hepburn, guess who's coming to dinner, an episode uh, we, we, we did. Um, like it, 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 to me that On Golden Pond felt like a big deal. And then because it was something I could watch with my grandma, because I thought and still think that Norman Thayer Jr. is like a hilarious, character, like his crotchetiness is all-time great stuff. They're a nice middle-aged couple, just like us. If they're just like us, they're not middle-aged. Of course they are. Middle-aged means the middle, Ethel, middle of life. People don't live to be 150. And I think just in general, he's a fantastic character. So the movie just began to feel like this familiar hug that I, that I could feel all the time whenever I'd watch it. Um, and I'd, I'd watch it weekly, at least, as, as a child. Uh, it was just like in the rotation. Fiddler on the Roof, Lilies of the Field, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner on Golden Pond. Like those were the four, go to my grandma's house. Um, be watching those all the time. That's so, so like, weird. It is weird. It's weird. It's weird. Is it, it's, 
But as I get older, I really love On Golden Pond more and more because I think, you know, as a five-year-old, it was just like, <laughs> like now That's it's a like, good impression of a five-year-old. <laughs> uh, now it's like, holy shit, man. Like you really get, holy, holy smokes. Oh, <laughs> I didn't break first. Yeah. Um, you really get into like the, the existentialism of it, you know, and like the, the, the fear of aging. And then I really, really appreciate, I truly believe that uh, the, the two lead performances are amongst the best in history. Um, in this film? Yes. Or just as actors in general? Uh, just, uh, no, no, of like all time. Th this film, specifically, yes. these Henry two performances. Henry Fonda as Norman Thayer Jr. and Katherine Hepburn as Ethel. I think are two of the all-time great performances. Okay. Um, they both won for, for Best Actor, Best Actress, respectively. The film won Best Adapted Screenplay, nominated for 10 others or whatever, including Best Picture. So I think that's its last the takeaway. Is like, there's some criticisms we can be had, but all in all, it, it's just like a wonderfully touchy, or touching, I think, very well-written, impeccably acted, mostly, film. I think that's what makes it special. What did you think watching it for the first time? <laughs> to speak for general audiences, uh, I this, this this movie is a real uh, roller coaster. I think for me, mm -hmm. for me as a regular person, <laughs> uh, because the first half hour, I hated. Mm -hmm. Like I truly hated the first half hour of this because it just felt like spending time with their great, it was so accurate to like, this is what old people are like. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, and maybe you can take it as a compliment. I don't necessarily mean it as a compliment. <laughs> I was just like, why? I just couldn't begin to give a shit. It was like, this is just two old people putzing around this house for a half hour. You didn't, you just find like that funny? Like his, his little I understand quips. that there was like, I began to laugh more as the film went on. And again, I'll, I'll, like, there, I, there's a lot that I want to say about this film. Yeah. <laughs> but just those, that first half hour is just like, oh, call your grandparents and talk to them for a half hour. That's what this is like. They don't know how to use the phone. Mm -hmm. They're just like puttering around. They're are bickering with one another. Like, Summer's at the door. It's me, old Like old people do, which is very on the nose. On the nose might not be the right, but it's like just- It's very accurate. Well, accurate. Very real. Yeah, very real. I felt like the film didn't start until Jane Fonda showed up. Like that, I was like, oh, this is, this is a, a what's happening. happening. Like this is the story. I didn't know what the film was even about. Yeah. Because I didn't know anything going in. I was like, what the fuck? Are they just gonna, mm, damn it. <laughs> I was just gonna refurbish this old home? Like, is that what this is? Like the, the you know, I couldn't find the journey. Like, what is this journey? Uh, then once when she showed up, and more importantly, when Bill showed up. Dabney Coleman. I love Bill. Bill's great. <laughs> I immediately, from the first, I wrote it down on my phone. When he, when he said something about like, uh, I think I saw a bear. Hello. I think I saw a bear. Like that first line is like such a great introduction. Like he delivers it perfectly. He does a really great job. And I, I laughed out loud a handful of times from him. Yeah. And then eventually throughout the film with, with other parts as well, it, it did get a little more funny as it went, but Bill really picked it up for me. <laughs> like I was just happy to see, I guess just younger people, just a different perspective to be <laughs> so God. ageist, I guess. Like I just, I was so uninterested in the beginning part of this film. Okay. Once I got through this and then I met the, the daughter and Bill and you kind of go back and it just felt more well-rounded. And then you meet the, the 13 year old kid, he brings a different perspective. And then you start to see the dynamic of, that really hit me again, personally, is it, it painted a pretty good picture from both sides of the coin. Because I'm in a unique position where, you know, I have some issues with, with my childhood and my parents, you know, things that I, I wish were different, with things I could shake my fist at. Uh, and I, you know, you try and let go and learn. Life moves, you know, pretty fast. You gotta move on. So that, there's a line in there. Oh, Catherine Hepburn? Catherine Hepburn. That's a says, great It's scene. a great line. It's a, like... Like, like, <laughs> just, in essence, just being like, we all got problems. Yeah, just like, fucking deal with you want, that. Yeah, you want to just fucking yeah, dwell? No, I love that scene. Yeah, it's, like such tough, like, yeah, like you got a chip on your shoulder and it is unattractive. <laughs> <laughs> you have a great big chip on your shoulder, which is very unattractive. 
It is. <laughs> Get over it. Like that see, like I can I see that like that side of it, but then also as a, as a parent to a, to a, a daughter, <laughs> you know, wanting to have a foster a good relationship and what like the other side of that coin is, I feel like I'm in that in a unique position where I can see both sides of how difficult yeah. <laughs> th this can be. So I say all that to say the movie really started to resonate more with me as it went on and I started to see more of the heart of the film. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I began to really enjoy it. And then I began to get, uh, there's some emotional parts where you're like, there's a lot of good things that happen, but it just, it takes so, it took me so long to like get there. By the end of the film, I was like happy I went through it. Mm -hmm. But I hated you the the whole time. If that if that means anything. Well, that sounds like a win win. That was my emo. There was like a it was like ups and downs, and yeah. I like it and I hate it, and I'm like, oh, this is boring. I was like, oh, this is really heart wrenching. And yeah. Is this it, guy it, gonna die? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, no, it, it, just, it sucks you in it at does. certain points where I'm just like, especially now as I get older too, I'm just like, I'm just like, I'll tear up right now. Where it's just like, oh, like I've seen it a thousand times, literally maybe, <laughs> and like. I'm just like, I was watching the second half of it today and I was just like, oh my God, like the boat crash, like all that happening is really intense. And then that final scene where like, you're like, oh, he is gonna die. That moment when Kat, like I think it's kind of, a, it's like a long take and Catherine Hepburn is like trying to call the doctor going yeah, in and out of the house. Yeah. And she, her performance right there, like that is taught, like that got you the Oscar. You know, like that was, that is like flawless because it's so sad and she is so endearing, and she's you know naturally like shaking and quaking and and stammering and and is doing so much by so real, but all like so dramatic. But then also like there's comedy in there where she's like he's like oh he's oh. more comedic than she yeah is. yeah but she but she like it's like what what you know like yeah. tell me tell me Norma yeah what is it Norma <laughs> like, just like that, like that little tone shift yeah yeah, yeah. yes. 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 Yeah. What is it, Norman? Oh my God! It is. It is just at the highest level. Yeah. I really think that both Fonda and, and Hepburn are just like highest level. Here, here is the thing that I think the performances are the best part of the film. I think hands, and I think they have to be because yeah. there's really nothing else to the film. Yeah. It's you get to know these people, and then you you begin to sort of, I don't want to say fall in love with them. For you, you probably did. But you really wrap your arms around them. Because, like, the performances drive the film. The thing that I base, like, acting on, or a large part of it, is, like, how much uh, do I buy or do I, do I sink in to these people uh, where they stop being these names, these people we know, these icons, and become these characters. Uh, immediately, like these people are these characters. Yes. Like immediately. Yes. And you, and it's that, to me that's the difference in the film being like good to great, mm -hmm. is their performances and how easily they embody this couple, as like as a team, mm -hmm. and as individuals. Mm -hmm. Like they're really fully fleshed out yes. people. And, and as a couple, which I think is, uh, even more hard to do because like it takes the two of you to, to, yeah. to do that like yeah 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 I mean I agree <laughs> <laughs> we did. You know, it's, it's people at the top of their craft it's two all-time greats at, at the top of their craft which is you know not to, to sound ageist but like I don't know about surprising but you know like it's got to be harder too like when you get to be older older and to like deliver stuff you know like Fonda I don't think either of them had had a success to this level in the in the decade prior, you know what I mean? Like they were kind of on the downturn because they were getting older. Um, Fonda passed away right after this. You know, just just I think the film came out in December of '81. They won the Oscar in March of '82, and I think he passed away right after that. He couldn't even attend the ceremony because he was so sick. And the winner is Henry Fonda. <laughs> oh, Dad, I'm so happy and proud for you. Dad, me, and all the grandchildren are coming over with it right away. Thank you. So yeah, they they are they are what drives it forward. My my like probably uh, controversial hot take is I think everyone in the movie does really good. Obviously, they're the best. I kind of think Jane Fonda doesn't do that good. She's it's almost it's not even that she does bad, but it's like 
she's kind of acting in a different film. She's, she's, her scenes, partially because of her performance and partially because of just the way it is, those, those scenes to me are the, the corniest maybe? Like the, the most. With any scene with her in them? Kind of, because, because she's just sort of like, she's performing. I think that, if that makes sense, like her performance is a little more performative than Hepburn and, and Fonda especially. So she's kind of like doing these things and is, is just so upset and is really like nailing the, and to me like, and this is projection to an extent, I just like see her as this person who purchased the rights and I feel like she's, you know, producing this a little bit, and and uh, uh, there's some extended shots of her showing off her fabulous body. This is she is a beautiful one. height of you know her workout videos or right after or whatever. You know, it's like it's there's a little self flagellation <laughs> happening there, uh, just just a little bit. I don't know. And so I think that translates a little into her performance where she knows that this is this big thing for her and her dad, and she's gonna just give it all. And whereas Hepburn and and Fonda are like, just pros, pros, just like real. You know, they're not overdoing it at all. They're just, they're perfect. And she, it's not, again, not that she's bad, but she's just a little extra. And that combined with uh, my other criticism of the film, which is like the direction is just so basic. Like uh, no, no offense to Mark Rydell, who was nominated for best director for this. But this is very like masterpiece theater on PBS, yeah, yeah, straight yeah. to TV. Yeah. Just it's not doing it's not not a lot of art in the direction. No. It's very safe. It's very play-like. Yeah, I was gonna say, it just it 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 is very play-like. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's the the craft is the acting. Yeah. That's what the craft and the is. writing. And the writing. I think the writing's very good. Sure. I mean, it, it won best screenplay. It's pretty that good. That doesn't mean I know, but it, it it also doesn't mean like it's like I guess it's okay. <laughs> like it doesn't well, mean it's it's guaranteed the best. I can have my opinion. I can have my opinion. It's garbage. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. What I'm trying to decipher is you know everything makes everything better. Like when you have an A anything, it makes the other things around it. A little bit better. Mm -hmm. So, like, can are the the pause I have is are the performances elevating the material? Mm. Is is the is the thought I am thinking of? Both. I think both. I mean, I think perform good performances will always elevate material, whether it's good or bad or average. I think the material is really good. I think I think I'm not saying it's bad. Particularly between the older couple and Hepburn, like we referenced, chastising <laughs> Jane Fonda several times in the film. Yeah, yeah. she fucking. She slaps she, her? She slaps her in the face. He is a selfish son of a bitch. That old son of a bitch happens to be my husband. That's, that old son of a bitch happens to be my husband? They said son of a bitch, and we should be able to say this, but yes. they say that in the movie a thousand times. Yeah, they, they said they bullshit say, a lot. They say bullshit. You like that word, don't you? Bullshit. Yeah. It's a good word. They curse a lot, so yeah. we should be able to curse during this episode, but they, it's, I mean, they just put in a lot of swear words. Yeah, <laughs> which I think was also probably something I liked when I was a kid, because it's like, I wasn't allowed for that yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. but like, this movie was kind of an exception. Yeah, it feels more adult in yeah. that sense, yeah. too, when there's swears left and right. Yeah. Hey, buzz off! Buzz off! Echo, what are you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? Don't do that. I did like that part of the relationship. I get, they didn't like overparent the the kid, and that's yeah. not in their nature. It doesn't yeah. seem like in their nature anyway. But like letting them swear and like having this sort of like more buddy relationship. Like it, their relationship with the kid made me grow on. It was almost like me projecting. I was yeah. like, oh, oh, they're common ground. They're, yeah. you know, I, 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 yeah, I just now it's too personal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I really think that Norman Thayer is like very funny and very yeah. endearing. They're, they're both so, their dynamic, the fact that he's so crotchety and that she is such like this eternal light of optimism, especially in the beginning of the film, because you just see the two of them. And like it makes it even more touching because she is trying to compensate for his gruffness. Yeah. So she's like just constantly trying to like, 
cheer him up, make him cheery, joke through when he's like calling him, ah, look at this little fat girl. Like, I couldn't, I wrote that, I wrote down a couple lines that did make me laugh, and that's just, I laugh out loud because you can't say, like, look at this little fat girl. Oh, again, I have a daughter. You can't, you can't imagine like greeting her and be like, you little fat girl. It's like the first thing That's he says. That's what my dad used to say to my sister. That's awful. He'd call us fat girl and fat boy. Uh, hey, get in here, fat boy, that's, fat that's, girl. It's, it feels like not a good thing to uh, say to your daughter. My favorite bit that I love that is like recurring for a, a bit is like, <laughs> when he's like. Where's your cutting? One of the lesbians expired. Oh. <laughs> and, then that's really, that. and then he calls it back. You look sexy. I'm gonna have to do some pretty fast maneuvers to catch up with you. I have some other ties. You could come as Miss Apley. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. What is my probably my favorite scene? Not the best scene, but my the scene I enjoyed the most is him going back and forth with Bill. Yeah. I love Bill, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Daphne Coleman enough. is great. It was fantastic. And they're going back and forth and his performance of that like shaky, kind of like nervous energy yeah. Yeah. with his strong gruffness, like just really paired well together. And, cause he's so scared of those bears. And when he says, yeah, one of the bears ate one of the lesbians. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> came up here, ate an old lesbian. When it came along here last month and they ate an old lesbian. He just kept, like, he just kept, he was so obsessed with that. He just worked that into every punchline for a night. Yeah, it was just, just funny. And it, it's such a great performance by him because he gets to be, like, that gruff jerk. And he's very funny in that and, and very probably relatable for a lot of people. But then, like, he's so vulnerable. Like, he does such a good job of being vulnerable, which has to be hard as a guy who's damn near on his deathbed by the time he's shooting this movie. And to just be like so open about it. Think it's funny being old? My old goddamn body's falling apart. Sometimes I can't even go to the bathroom when I want to. The the movie does a good job of letting you really see where he's at, like emotionally, yeah. with this, and not in a heavy-handed way. Which, yeah. And maybe that's to the some of the screenwriting, to to your point, I guess. But you really get it, and. It, you really feel it, which is better yeah. than like just understanding it. You really feel his like, maybe it's insecurity or just like issues with it. Yeah. Steadily build over the over time. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really beautiful. I think, uh, I think, like I said, my my criticisms now as as I watch it with a critical eye is like, uh, and a, a criticism like you know it was very well received when it came out, obviously, and was very successful and. Uh, you know, nominated for a ton of awards. Uh, but the criticism that you can see even back then was like some people thought it was a little too syrupy and safe and kind of neutered, you know. It's just yeah. very, it's very wholesome in, in a lot of ways. Um, and I think that, that, that there, there's that a little bit. Yeah, but I'm like, I feel like I'm okay with it because the, the film, it, it was what the, like that's what the film yeah. was. That, I would have hated that film. Like, if it was just so much, because it could have been so much like darker and heavier yeah. and like brutal to watch. Because yeah. again, for the subject matter, again, in my personal life, I was like, oh, I can feel some of this stuff yeah. that's happening. So if they laid it on too thick or too yeah. dark or too intense, yeah. like to me, that's what the, made the movie not good, but again, enjoyable. Yeah. I, could, I could laugh at those jokes and I could like enjoy and it, I could root for these people it yeah. was just because it was a little bit lighter so yeah. I appreciated it and that movie's done today I feel like it's gonna really be did you expect him to die at the end I couldn't believe it I was like no fuck I said it out loud like no fucking way he dies yeah no way I, like, I couldn't I was like wow and then I, and then I thought like I'd be okay with it yeah like from a film standpoint like yeah everything's kind of tied They're up kind of set up for that yeah and then, then he didn't, I was happy yeah. because I wanted him to live, yeah. but I would have been okay. I just couldn't, I would have been like, whoa, yeah, yeah. what an ending. <laughs> yeah. It always seems, like, it feels like he almost should. Not, you know, like, it, not should, but like, like he's going to. Yeah. Like, I think, like, I, if, if I, I was watching it new, I'd be like, oh shit, yeah. I mean, he is gonna die. Yeah. Because they, 
It's obviously the theme of the film is he's pretty obsessed he's with himself. the whole time. Tina. And I thought it was, you know, he just sort of makes amends. Like, he did enough to kind of close. Yeah. You know, his journey yeah. kind of completed a little bit. Like, it didn't feel hollow. Yeah. Or a waste, you know. It felt, like, appropriate for him to die at that at that moment yeah. if he did. I was glad he didn't, I guess. Shout out the kid, Doug Doug McEwen. Did you, I assumed you didn't like him. I, I, I think he does pretty good. Interesting. I would have thought you didn't. Yeah, no, I, I would have assumed that too. But I, I think that, I mean, especially to hold your own, I mean, I think this was his first film maybe, and he hasn't done much <laughs> after. Yeah. But like, like you, you kind of held your own. You know, like I, not everything is perfect, but yeah, like he it's does pretty fine. good. He does it's fine. pretty good. Like in even some of the tougher moments, like he, he's, he's holding his own. And I mean, I, I know those, you know, Hepburn and Fonda are getting up there, but like you still got to get in there and spar with two all-timers that yeah. are given all-time performances. Like, yeah, it's, it's impressive. He did a good job. Yeah. Um, I think Catherine Hepburn is just like a hero. Like, I love her. I've said before on this show that I think she's almost certainly the greatest actress of all time. Like, I think she's just phenomenal and, and just such an awesome character in real life. Like, there's so much you can look into her life. She's just such a ahead of her time, just kind of badass chick. Two little blurbs that I read about this that I like uh, are... In the boat crash scene, Henry Fonda and the boy wore wetsuits under their clothes because it was so cold and they had to be in the water for a while and obviously he was in frail health so they just wanted to be safe. Catherine Hepburn insisted on doing her own stunts, diving into the water, refused to wear a wetsuit because she wanted it to be more authentic. And I just love that. She was like 74, you know what I mean? Like yeah, she didn't yeah. know spring chicken either. Well, just she, like, it was a great dive. Yeah. Uh, I, fantastic. I, I, I could, there was two to, I didn't understand at that point why she dove into the water. You're on a boat. Bring the boat closer. She was emotional. Yeah, bring the, it, now you're cold and wet. Like, what are you, you're not helping anybody in that situation. It just didn't seem like the right decision to make. And then I got equally frustrated when, uh, the daughter, I'm just blanking on her name. The 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 daughter, she gets slapped in the face. She gets angry. And she just dove in the water. <laughs> yeah, all like, why is everybody just diving in the water for no reason? They don't have to do. The that. film is called On Golden Pond, baby. You're gonna get in that pond. Yeah, it refreshes. I, it's a, fan, it's a <laughs> fountain of youth. None of this needs to happen. Yeah. Um, the other blurb about Catherine Hepburn is, I, I think the hat that Henry Fonda wears throughout belonged to Spencer Tracy, the her you know her, her longtime partner and. Who had uh, you know been deceased by then? But like that's pretty cool that she like gave that, that, gave that to Fonda to wear, which I think is really awesome. Yeah. I think my favorite scene um, is when he is uh, he's like peeing and he zips up his fly and he gets his balls and his shafts stuck in the zipper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that really intimate yeah. scene. Segway King's motherfuckers, we're back! <laughs> Alright, on Golden Pond. Okay, you, two thumbs up from Keith. You heard it. It's not bad. <laughs> it's good. It's a $15 million budget, made 119. Yeah, incredible. but back then, it was such a just a different... I no, wish this movie could be made today. No, I, that's, I, that that's I wish. makes me sad. Like that, 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 that this movie not. will never, ever, ever be. And made. if it, if it is, it'll go straight to some streaming service, and it will all it be will shot die. on a blue screen. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. will have never stepped near a lake. Yes, they won't even be together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, that be, is the worst part. It'll be a computerized Henry Fonda and Catherine Hepburn today. So they just be like, you know what? It was great before AI. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of testicles sticking out of zippers. <laughs> Speaking of, because we were definitely <laughs> talking about. <laughs> okay. Keith. Here we are. Now the good stuff. We People waited out 45 minutes to get to the thing they wanted to see. I'll give you five minutes on there's something about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> where, where, so, I mean, you're putting it near your top 10. So, so it ranks high for you. Near my top 10. What different, what I love to tell people about uh, remind people about is the difference between uh, good and and what you like. Yes, I uh, this movie I think is a in terms of comedy is better than I like it. Okay, if that makes sense. Here's what I'll lead off with. I think objectively, if I started to make a list of let's say top ten comedy films of all time, mm -hmm. I think this is in that conversation. 
In terms of uh, objective. Objectively, yeah. not my, like I wouldn't put it in my top 10. Okay. Of like favorites, personal. Okay. But I think objectively, it's closer to the top 10. I'd probably put it around like nine, 10 of all time. And the reason, one of the reasons, not, not the reason, a reason, I wrote down four, four iconic scenes. Not lines, not bits, mm -hmm. scenes. Mm -hmm. I can count four of those in this one movie. And I think, to me, that is impossible to do. I don't think most films have more than two, maybe, of those like def uh, defining, everyone knows this scene, everyone, even if they've never seen the movie, they know this scene. Yeah. And this movie, I think, has three, maybe four. I will name them if you'd like. Or you name them and say if they're the ones that I have. The zipper sequence. Correct. Take a look at what this numbnuts did. Uh, the, the dog fight between Ben and the dog. Correct. Uh, the most obvious one, sorry. <laughs> I thought the zipper would be the most obvious one. That no. to me is the most timeless. Then I don't know for sure. I think, I mean, to, oh, the, the hitchhiker? Yes. Seven minute abs. Okay. It's not the most obvious one, but yeah, that's yeah. three. That's, that's one of them. To me, like, I think it's, it's, uh, I'm not gonna say the line. I work with retards. But it's Matt Dillon in the parking lot. No, that's like, a lot. The that, lines are different than scenes. That's the funniest. It's very that's funny. <laughs> it's very funny. We'll get back to it. Yeah, yeah. We'll get back to that whole, that, that that's, general that's thing. That's fucking common. What you're talking about. Yes. Uh, the hair gel scene. Oh, of course. I'm so of sorry. Of course. That is the most yes, yes, yes. famous I'm, I'm, of all the yes. scenes. I just ran out. <laughs> I was explaining that to Iman earlier. Where I was just, the hair gel Because he was like, I, I don't, I don't know that seen, movie. I know. And I was like. I quoted Zoolander the other day. Like, it's the one where she put, she put the, the semen in her hair. He's like, what? I was like, Cameron Diaz. You got to semen in her hair the whole time. Just got cum all over her face. Yeah. And he's like, I've never seen that image. I was like, that's the image. That's the thing. I'm embarrassed. So to say you, those are four. Yes. Again, I would quantify, qualify as iconic? Yeah, qualify. Qualify as iconic. Yes. It's like you, everyone knows that hair gel. Whether you've seen the movie or not, you just know the hair gel scene. You know the dick in the zipper. You you know seven minute abs, you know, like it's just the, and you know the dog fight. Yeah. You know the dog getting that electrocuted. That whole dog, even though those are two different scenes. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He kind of just meld them as one. Yeah. Where again, I think Ghostbusters is an all time comedy. Ha not lines. Yeah, yeah. Scenes. No, totally. That's my that's my point. There's, that's why I put it there. I would give you that. There's something about Mary, is one of the. Top 10 to 12 most influential comedies of all time. Okay. I don't know that I would say it's one of the top 10-ish best. Do you think what I just said, does that not mean anything to no, you? No, it means a lot. It means a lot. But that to me is more it being influential in a way. Like, and why? I, because the strength of it having these iconic moments does not necessarily, and I'm not saying, I'm not even, this is not trying to be critical of there's something about, there's something about Mary. But like the strength of those iconic moments doesn't make for a great film. You know what I mean? Like a great comedy film. So maybe I'm splitting hairs. You can't overstate, for folks that are younger than us probably, who are less familiar with this film, how big this movie was. Like this was such a huge deal when it came out in 98. Do you remember like, this was like a cultural thing. I did not see it out of the gate. Yeah, me neither. Which, I is, which is like shocking to me when I like look back at it. I remember a friend going to his house and he's like, you have to watch this. Like you gotta watch this. And I was like, what? Like I just really didn't even know much about it. And when I watched it, it blew my mind for a, a, a couple reasons. Like I, I will never forget how I felt at the end of that film. Yeah. There's a, there's a handful of films that I've watched in my life where I go, Oh, you can make films like you can do yeah, yeah. a film like this. Yeah. This is one of those films for me. Yeah. While I yes, while I I remember very specifically that it was like 
it was a huge fucking deal. Like it was such a big deal because it was the first high profile R-rated comedy yeah. in, in a while. Like the 80s had a bunch of those. And then it was like, oh, that's kind of fallen away a little bit in the 90s. There was a lot more family friendly, PG-13. And then it was like 98, like we're coming back with a vengeance. Because it wasn't just that it's like an R-rated comedy. It was kind of like the first big like gross out, quote unquote. Do you think this is a gross out comedy? Hey, listen, they made Dumb and Dumber. This film ought to be called Gross and Grosser. I mean, <laughs> because these guys are absolutely fearless. I think it is, I think it is in its time where it's like compared to the next five years where you get to fucking whatever that Jerry O'Connell movie is where there's like a testicle bouncing around on the ground. Like, do you movie remember Movie 43? No, God, no. <laughs> no, there's some fucking, uh, there's the, the, it was Tomcats? All, yes. She gets sick, so she hangs her head out the window and just commences to puking. It's too bad you had to stop. <laughs> no, no, see, no, see, I was gonna. That movie. Comedies are my thing. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is rough. I'll never watch that again. But it was like where, where the gross out became the point. Yeah, Whereas yeah. this one was just like, you know, I mean. Don't make me start to argue. Seeing, seeing, some, seeing a dick like that, as you do in this film. Yes. Was not the norm. Like that was like sure. a very yeah, yeah, big yeah. moment to see like male genitalia. Like you see a lot more these days, a lot of full frontal and God bless it. Yeah. <laughs> Casting agents, I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> but like to see it in that way, and then yes, to like see semen, like you're not you're not going to many movies. I mean, honestly, like I would be curious how many films before this you literally see come. Like that that aren't Pornos, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah. Like a like a, a mainstream film. Yeah. That you go to a theater and you see, and there's mainstream actors in it, and then to have like the young hot gener uh, the gener uh, actress of her generation. Yeah, she was the perfect. Rub semen in her hair, and that's like the the gag. Yeah. Put that on the cover, like that. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Like it was a crazy, crazy moment. But that, that goes to show you the time, and that sort of leads. I mean, we, I, we, I do want to talk about it, or like we should at least mention it. <laughs> the sort of insensitivities that we can look at now, but but I think that just that time, people were more accepting of things. I don't I don't know how to like now. Nothing can fly if it's not for everyone. It's for no one. Then. I think people just for some reason, I don't know why, just like, we're just more, general audience was just more accepting. The thing that I remember specifically about this film is that everyone was offended by it, but it was so good. And that was what I read. I remember reading as a 14 year old kid and all the, the critics reviews, like they were mad at how genuinely good it was. <laughs> Because they were like, fuck, like we, we should be pissed because this is awful. But like, it's really funny. It's funny. Like, it's so <laughs> offensive. You're a piece of shit. But like, like you're going to laugh. Like, that, that was the tone of everything. Where it's like, in spite of ourselves, we can't help but kind of love this because it's so funny. Yeah. And that, to me, is like one of the most interesting things about this movie. It's like, it, it was so good, it made you, it made a lot of people feel like, shitty about liking it. Like, you know, that, that, that's like awesome. That's like an awesome thing that they did. That's a funny, yeah, that's, that's, that's funny. Yeah, it's such a fine line. And that's the, but that's, uh, that's what, that's what makes comedy so great, in my opinion. Like, it, it's so great that, that, like, I'm never offended by jokes that don't work out. Because yeah. the intent is to make you laugh. And, yeah. and, and these things, like, I know, but I just sound like a monster, so I can't even finish the thought. Like, it's just, you're a monster for like, oh, you shouldn't be able to laugh at this. You shouldn't be able to laugh at this. And it just gets you down a slippery slope. No, not, not, not between you and I. It's just you and me here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no one else watching. I just, I, I, you know, I don't think anything in this film is done in distaste. Like, or in, like, mean-spirited. Yeah. But you, I remember talking about the Kingsman episode where you said, like, Oh, people thought this was mean-spirited. Well, in Ace Ventura, we talk about the, the, the rampant yes. homophobia. Yeah, I don't think it's me. I don't think it's the intent is to hurt people. Certainly not at that time. I mean, probably. 
Ace Ventura is a little sketchier. You think the intent in Ace Ventura was intent to hurt people? I, I don't think the intent is ever to like hurt people, but it, you, you're you're glossing over. I think Ace Ventura glosses over like that it probably will hurt some people. Like you know what I mean? It's just like willful negligence. But this movie, yeah, I don't think. I mean, we're you're talking about Warren. I expected that there would be a lot more controversy about you know, a, an, a broad, broad comedy like that with a retarded character in it. Yeah. Largely. Well, not only, but I didn't even think about it, but uh, the, the guy who pretends to have, is it cerebral palsy? Like, I don't know, like, the guy who... Oh, no, no, yeah, he just has a back injury. Oh, I thought he had like a... No, no, he's pretend, because he got, he, he, he like, I don't know if he, I, I, that, that part's a little unclear to me. If yeah, I, I thought he had like a disease. No, 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 because he, he says like, oh, I, I threw myself in front of a car to, to have to go to her office because she's an orthopedic surgeon. Oh. And so, but then he's just like pretending forever. Like, yeah, why just not just be healed if you got really hurt? Like, yeah. I don't know, anyways. Just the Tucker. part when he was like trying to get the. Yeah, yeah, And they're yeah. just like, I was like, oh, they're really. Yeah. There are people who are like this, yes, you know, yes. who can't, like, this is not okay by today's standards. Yes. I, like, we're talking about this now, but like Warren, yeah. I thought like before that actor, I, W. Earl Brown, maybe, wow. who's been in everything. He's in everything. Fa uh, uh, famously in uh, Deadwood. He's a, he's a great character in Deadwood. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's going back forever. I remember seeing this movie and thinking that he wasn't acting. And the reason we got away with it, the reason it worked, um, people completely believed that I was retarded. And, and the Fairly Brothers famously yeah, yeah. Like, put a they lot clearly, of different uh, types of people in, in their Well, and, and that's the subject of several of their films yeah. going forward. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that it's, you know, like, it, that, that, that area is, is like a little, you know, questionable now at this, at this point. But like, I think that stuff especially is not done I want to be careful if I'm going to say this, but like mean spirited. Like I don't see mean spiritedness behind Warren's character I or the portrayal of that. Like no. to me, it's like a very genuine, earnest, yeah, like endearing performance, and obviously even evidenced as by their later work, like we're referencing. Like they weren't, they they were never like making fun of Warren. No, you know what I mean. No, that's the that's the thing. When yeah. they, Warren is never the butt of the joke. The, the only thing. I don't thing, think so. The wiener. The only, yeah, I was going to say the Have only thing. He says a couple things that, like, he shouldn't. Have you seen my wiener? Because of his. And you kind of. I don't think you laugh at him, though. I, again, I don't think you're supposed to say, oh, look how dumb he yeah, is for yeah, saying yeah. that. It's just like, oh, that's just an inappropriate thing to yeah, say. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I just wish he wasn't. Because you could still have a lot of the same jokes, a lot of the same bits if he wasn't, you know. But I don't know what the correct... We're the, the funniest thing, we're going to jump all over the place here. This is what Monique said after, because when she watched it with me and my wife. Uh, my wife. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm embarrassed I did that. She hadn't seen it in a long time. She made me only seen it once or twice when she was younger. And we were watching it together, and she goes like, oh, yeah. Isn't he just pretending? Because he also loves Mary? And I was like... <laughs> I fucking wish <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be the ultimate. Like, like he was adopted. Her brother? Yeah, no, no, he, he was, was adopted. adopted. Like, oh yeah, he was adopted when he was like a teenager, and it was just some guy who just like loved Mary and was working all the angles. I mean, that kind of. I mean, the woogie thing is kind of like that. But yeah, no, it was like everybody yeah, in her everybody. life is, yeah. is pining for her. Yeah. I love that. We're. I love that as a as a, a story construct. Like, like you're just like. There's just those people out there that are just, there's something about them. Yeah. Well, that's the thing I loved about the movie. That, that, the, the, to me, the strongest thing about this film, which makes it, to me, a good film, like a good film. I personally think it's a good film. Not a great film, but yeah. a good film, is how everything is so purposeful. Yeah. Every single thing in this film has, uh, leads cause to that, the end of, the, hey, there's just something about it. We all love her. Like, I started to... As I started to, to watch the movie, I started to just make notes. I was like, I wanted to see how many little bits like come back. And then I stopped after a while because it's everything. It's every line of dialogue from, from the first thing that she says, like, I'm a Niners fan. Like that comes, that's a, they don't just say things yeah. to say things. Yeah. The, none of it is thrown away. Yeah. 
the, and that's what I love about the film. That's why I love Dumb and Dumber. It's why I love Kingpin. It's why I love it's, this it's movie. It's very smart. It's very purposeful. Yeah. Lesser films just do dumb shit. What would be funny to say right now? What would be just funny? Yeah, like what, what if the dad says this right yeah, now that's for funny. no reason? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's funny. Just put it in. But everything is like a setup to paying off the ethos of the film, which is everybody's in love with Mary. Nothing is safe. This yeah. is the magnetic pull that this girl has, and yeah. she will change everyone's lives that she comes into. Like, all of that shit means something. Yeah. Uh, all of it. Who's your favorite character? <laughs> uh, uh, Mary's dad is my favorite. Is that Keith David? <laughs> He's so fucking funny. Keith David and Lynn Shay <laughs> steal the show. He is so funny. I could, I can't help, I mean, he shouldn't be my favorite character. Oh I, yes, he's great. But he's so funny, I can't not laugh. Everything he says Almost is everything funny. he says is Everything is he says is funny. One of the funniest lines of the movie. Just yeah. every little thing. Woogie's got a sense of humor. Just every yes. little thing. He's too funny. Woogie's got a sense of humor. The bathroom is that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his, his intensity is so, it's, he's, <laughs> Richie and I will always say that the bathroom is that way, just for no reason. Just like, the bathroom is that way. It's so funny. But just like so endearing. She's like coming down the stairs, and he's like, "Ah, oh, shit! Would you look at that?" Ah, <laughs> like, oh, shit! Look at that. You better be careful, boy. <laughs> you better be careful, son. This <laughs> is like so good. When just he, nails it. I, the, one of my favorite parts. I, I think about. I love the small things. I the small things make me laugh. Two things on this rewatch. One is that that <laughs> that first scene when he opens the door to Ben Stiller's surprise. Yeah. Of this, uh, and, and his response is so like, "What do you, what do you want? Like, why are you here? What? Is, it's like get, get it out. Good. But what really makes me laugh is when Ben Stiller looks looks around like you can see the wheels turning. And then he like looks, he like looks back at the house, like, is this the right house? But he doesn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he doesn't say anything is what makes that the yeah. funniest part of that banter back and forth. Yeah. It's just like, cause you know what's going through his mind, but yeah. he can't, he can't even say it. He can't, cause he like it's just, it's really funny. His look back is really funny. I find as I get older, like these sorts of comedies that have these like iconic, huge sight gag moments. Like, I really laugh at, I felt this way about Ace Ventura too. Like, I really laugh at the subtleties of performances more yeah. now. Where it's like, there you, you can appreciate more, like a, like a fine wine. You'd be like, <laughs> yes, there's so much nuance to this overtly in your face comedy. Where especially if you have such talented performers like this film does. Love, love a young Ben Stiller. Like what a, what a, what a time, you know. Like this is sort of, in my eyes, kind of made Ben Stiller into I think so. who he became. I think because so. he was obviously doing stuff before this and was a, a name, but like this is what sort of like launched him into like comedies, deep into comedies. Yeah. Like it was. Uh, I would agree with that. And he's really good. Like I think he's really, he's great in really this movie. good. Like yeah. especially in those early the braces. I mean, he's just like that kid. Yeah, he's so fucking funny. I don't unilaterally, universally love Ben Stiller and everything. In this, he is yeah. he is great. I think the casting of this is great. It's pretty great. I don't know. I, Matt Dillon is I think perfect for this. He I, nails. I, I want to talk fucking... about Matt Dillon and Pat Healy because. I remember in our True Lies episode being like, Bill Paxson Bill is Paxson the greatest is the best, the best. sleaze bag of all the, time. And I stand by that. And I do as well. What are we talking about here? Pussy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but Pat Healy is right there. He's he's I think he's very good. I think he's very He's good. he's right there. The speech that that we won't use all the words yes. in the thing where he's introducing hey, himself. These are my coworkers. I you can't tell me who to work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is that a little politically politically incorrect? <laughs> what the hell with that? Isn't that a little politically um incorrect? Oh. The hell with that. No one's gonna tell me who I can and can't work with, right? <laughs> no, that like, the that delivery is a great introduction yes. to his uh and it's not funny Please. because he uses a slur. It's funny because he uses a slur and doesn't, doesn't thinking, realize. thinking it's like yes. the in. Yes. My real passion is my hobby. 
Really? What's that? I work with retards. Because, and he says it with such like determined yeah. confidence. Yes. Like, he, like he practiced that speech in his head <laughs> on the way to the driving range and being like, and then I'm gonna say, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and she's gonna melt. Yeah. And that is what makes it so fucking funny. Yeah. His delivery of all of that is so yeah. good. And then he also later has the best F-bomb, my favorite F-bomb in history, when he turns around and goes, and he's not listed as a Harvard alumnus. Fuck! Really? That's just like a great F-bomb. He's very good. He is very good. I, I think the, yeah, I, I think the cast is, Cameron Diaz I think is perfect. She looks so beautiful in the prom stuff, in my opinion. Oh yeah, when she was playing a 17 year old, yeah. you sick fuck. <laughs> I, she is not She looks a little too old in the, in the later parts of the film. I just think she's so, she is, it's, it's her at that time, I think she's perfect, and I think she kills the performance. She she's great. Embodies the the the, the woman like every guy would want. Yeah. I think like just perfectly. Yeah. I think everybody is 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 great. Perfectly casted. Cameron Diaz uh, does do fantastic, and was just like I remember reading at the time or not long after about how she was really hesitant to do this film because of the yeah jizz. I'd never read anything quite like it. <laughs> and it made me laugh, and you know, you just never knew what was going to happen next. And she was like, I'm just gonna be known as the jizz girl forever. And she wasn't. Like, it was a, it was a, she, she made the right move. She, <laughs> she, she, she did the film. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, everybody was great. Lynn Shay, Magda. Yeah, you got a Lynch classic, she's just. She's a scene stealing dynamo. <laughs> In these, these Farrelly <laughs> Brothers movies. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that is, that's the scene of, of that yes, movie. Yes, that will stay with us all that forever. Is, that is the scene of that movie. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep putting it in. So just, I hope you're enjoying this. Yeah, she is, she's great. The biggest role of her, I think she earned it over, Dumb and Dumber, Miss Nudie Born. <laughs> Nudie Born. Not, not a lot. And then Dumb Born. and Dumber a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, uh, Kingpin a little bit more. And then this movie, she's like a real supporting character. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic. Do you like, you like seeing her naked breasts? <laughs> well, Is that? I love, I love all of it. <laughs> she's so funny. Just like. When she, I was just going to say, like, when <laughs> she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she, the basic instincts. That, <laughs> yeah. It's fucking. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny. What do you think about, uh, so that dog fight scene is obviously very memorable. I can't tell what I think about the Three Stooges. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't love it, personally. I think it goes a bit too far. I think I respect it more than I like it. Because I respect that they were just in that moment and they and were like, like Fuck it. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're just having fun. Yeah, we're yeah. just trying to make people laugh. Yeah, yeah. But it is such a departure from, like, the rest of the it's largely realistic tone. It's a, it's like, a it's step obviously too far. An well, I think the dog in general, like, when, uh, when Healy's shocking the yeah, dog. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, it's But even all, that's it's real adjacent. More, more realistic. But I think the dog in general is, it does go a bit too far for me, and I, mean, I probably say that now, I'm sure. Well, yeah, at the time, that was like, I mean, that was like, awesome. everyone loved that shit. Yeah. And I think it's hilarious that he's like doing like those like drops on the dog, <laughs> like the, the wrestling drops, like that is, <laughs> that always makes me laugh. Where he's just like, they're in like a brawl, <laughs> like a human to human brawl is very funny. The speeded out dog. How did he get the zipper to the top? <laughs> Let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a little stupid. Yeah, but that, that is more believable than leg dropping a dog or whatever, or shocking a dog or doing this. It's more believable. The con to showing it to us is that it's totally unrealistic. It's not believable. It's Why impossible. Why would it be believable? Because to some degree, to get like your will slash. No, you, you could get pinched once, but like to have a testicle out through the zipper and it's connected at the top and below the testicle? Like that's not how zippers work. Like a zipper goes in a path. You know what I mean? If it, if so it, like, no, but like, cause there's like a couple, now I'm really breaking it down, but there's a couple we'll, we'll like. We'll put a freeze frame. Yeah, there's skin, right? There's yeah. skin. That part's different. believable. 
But just the test. You have a ball out where it's zipped up underneath. It wasn't a it. full ball. It was literally a full Not ball. Not a full ball. Yes. It's a just what, What's out. that bubbling it's, part? It's, what do you think? It's poking out. Okay. It's just a. It's, it's just here. <laughs> it's just a. It's 100% a full ball, and not B, a full ball. even if it's not, you're not, you're not getting it up. It's just, it's a silly, it's a little silly. I understand it's funny for the sake of How'd you get the beans above the Frank? Well, how the hell did you get the beans above the Frank? I mean, you, you know. that, that he wouldn't, that he would never put it together that Woogie is Woogie is kind of a stretch. Chris Elliott does a good job. Chris Elliott is He's great. so fucking gross. He loves it. He <laughs> loves being gross. That's maybe the hardest part of this movie to watch is like Woogie's face. Yeah, Especially he commits. Chris Elliott, I think, is oh, a really good sure. comedic actor. Yeah. Everything that he does, he owns and he commits. Yeah. And he loves it. Like, he really enjoys making you uncomfortable. Yeah. It's his brand. It's who he's is. It's who he's always been. You ever have a white head on your eyeball, Mary? I'm just like, all right, we can turn it off. <laughs> I don't need to see this part. He's, I love how it's so dismissive of, of his wife and, and children that he, that he is. You can have them. <laughs> you love him so much. But then he's like, Brett, how about I get you to sign this pump? Something yeah, nice for the wife and kids. <laughs> But that is, is Chris Elliott. It's there are the funny. characters that he plays, I should yeah. say, not him as a person. Lee Evans, very funny. The Tucker, the crutches. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love her, man. Like he, when he becomes Norm. Yeah. My name's Norm. I'm a pizza delivery boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you, I'm a fraud. <laughs> it's very funny. He's funny. There is something about Mary. There sure is. She does great. Great to see a young Sarah Silverman pop up. Um, three pound cock? <laughs> yeah, just, she's, you could see. Love it. You could see that comedy style. <laughs> she's good. That, I love in the, in the Sugar Pie Honey Bunch at the end, in the, the end credits, which I just love when movies do that anyways. But like Sarah's well, like staring blankly at the camera, just like, you never call when you say you will. Like, just like that, I think that shit's really funny. <laughs> like she's that, the funny Build guy. Me Up Buttercup is, like that, I feel like, is another like iconic. Yeah, it's a great sequence. Like. Yeah, I feel like that is a thing that people talk about from this movie as well. Like, you might not have seen the movie, but you've I forgot about that. Do you it's know another I, thing. You know what I thought for the first time watching, the, uh, this time, the first time I considered it, is I think Harland Williams is playing the same character as he did in Dumb and Dumber. He's just, like, falling on hard times. You think so? Yeah. That's your conspiracy the, yeah, theory? Yeah, it's, like, the same universe, and because he, he does that as it. And, yeah, I, and yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. like his own he way. He starts to like lose his yeah. like, No, no. <laughs> yeah. He does a great job. <laughs> He's a funny guy. Yeah. We should do half-baked. Hey, girl. You hungry? Fuck you, nigga. Let's do half-baked. <laughs> That'd we be should. funny. Yeah. Uh. Uh, <laughs> the guy from Kindergarten Cop, the bad guy from Kindergarten <laughs> Crisp, is the cop in this movie. Oh, the, the, you son yeah, of a bitch. Just, <laughs> you one, again, on this watch, I love the small things. It keeps like he's so disgusted. It keeps like blotting. <laughs> yes. It's like oh, he does great. He does. That's it's so good. And you son of a bitch, you're gonna fry. You're gonna fry. I lifted that for the for hard, hard justice. justice. Yeah, yeah. Hard justice too. You sick bastard. You're gonna fry. You're gonna fry. <laughs> so funny. Insert clip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very funny. Yeah. Just insert whole. My there. performance is what I'm talking about. He yeah. does fine, but mine, mine's what's very funny. <laughs> You're in Shayna's thing when you guys are talking about their sexual chemistry. Like you're feeling that, right? Yeah. I am not. No, no. <laughs> I'm having negative feelings. Yeah, negative feelings. She's really, really funny. There's some chemistry here. You can yeah. feel it too, right? I don't. I have negative feelings about it. Yeah. <laughs> they should put us in stuff. I'm it's, talented. It's, 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 Shayna's really talented. Yeah. And I'll lose weight. <laughs> uh, Shana, if you're watching. We love you, Shana. We love you, Shana. Yes. Just had a baby boy. Yeah? Yeah. Is that Le number two? Leo. No. Oh. Well, then it was like a year ago. No. Very yeah. recently. Very he's, recently. He's a couple months. Three that's, months? That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> he's two months old. He's three months old. He's four months old. I'm going to say all the ages. You cut, no, just cut, cut in the cut correct one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cut in the correct age. Leo's in fifth grade, and you're incorrect. <laughs> All right, what what did we miss? I don't know. What I miss? Is there any shout out? Full circle. It's Keith and Ed. Much like it's funny that you bring up uh, uh, Bill Paxton. 
and his douchebaggery. Uh, because I asked like a 10-year-old boy, it's something I said quite oh, a bit. Quotes, huh? Quite, quite a bit. Yeah. Another thing I said quite a bit growing up is deuce, deuce and a half. <laughs> <laughs> you about deuce, deuce and a half? Yeah. Deuce that, and a half. That, <laughs> deuce and a half? Deuce and a half is really funny. This is, he is a great douchebag in this. In this I think I, he's the funniest main character. He's like, he's very funny. Also, another underrated bit that I wrote down is when you meet him for the first time, when he stands up, uh, his pants are open. Yes. And, I, yes. and no mention of why. Yeah. Or why. Yeah. It's just like, I, I love that shit where you just don't discuss it. You just don't mention it. Roller just, pig? <laughs> Roller pig is fucking funny. <laughs> She's heinous. <laughs> Yeah, it works, uh, works that way, too. Yeah. They're like sumos in their culture. Yeah. They pay by the pound, like tuna. Don't forget, it's a sumo culture. They pay by the pound there, sort of like, uh, sort of like tuna. <laughs> this shit is crazy. <laughs> it's, it's underrated sleaze. It's underrated sleaze. It's very funny. <laughs> it's very funny. It is. Go watch it. I was only boning you to get to marry. <laughs> it's a great ending. Don't know. What are you doing? That's my girl he's kissing. But you just slept with me! I was only boning you to get to marry. It is. And that, another thing that they set up throughout the film, I wrote it down. Yeah. She she goes to him, she gives him food. Yeah. He's, looking good, looking honey. Looking good, honey. <laughs> yeah. Like it's set up. It's not like out of nowhere. Yeah. Take note, comedic filmmakers. Yeah. Just filmmakers in general. <laughs> all right. 100th episode. We did it. In all sincerity. A special thank you? We're the greatest. <laughs> okay, no, yeah, oh, you go, you take no, it. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we're the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, oh, this, this feels gross. I feel better. It's like crossing streams. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so warm over here? <laughs> I am my guy. I pissed myself. <laughs> Thank you guys. Switching back. <laughs> oh, I was gonna come hang out with you. Yeah, I was gonna come hang out with you. You left. You blew it. Get in here. One shot. One shot. 100 episodes. Thumbnail. Subscribe to us on Patreon. Thank you guys so much. We uh, love you. We have a bunch of fun doing this. That's we why do. we do it. We don't do it for the money. Yeah, or, or, <laughs> or any other reason except for <laughs> we enjoy hopefully making you guys uh, laugh and smile. And uh, think and about climax. movies. And <laughs> Somebody needs to be climaxing. So it's not gonna be me. <laughs> You're in the right place. <laughs> <laughs>